0: the airwaves coming at you live from the White Claw Heart Seltzer Studios. John Reed, Cody McClure, Cam Black as we kick off this rainy January 30th edition of Talk Sports. Hope you're having a great Monday. Cody, how are you, my friend?
1: Oh, doing good. Good. Good to be here. Good to be anywhere. Same all same? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How are you?
0: I'm all right. Same old same. It's raining.
1: It is raining.
0: I feel like I was uh, assaulted all weeks by poor officiating. Oh, yeah. So I'm mad about that. Yeah,
1: that happened too, yeah.
0: But I am, uh, you know, I thought we got a good Royal Rumble. We got a uh, good win for the Vols. So ultimately, I guess I'm not too upset, but... uh,
1: yeah. That's Ain't it at. good to be alive? Yeah, debatable.
0: Debatable. But either way, you have anything to report? Anything good happen to you?
1: Anything good happen to me? Yeah, anything good happen to you? Uh, a girl kissed me. Oh, ho, ho. It wasn't anything special. A girl kissed you? She was hammered. You? <laughs> She was very drunk, and you can. Cons- did you consent? Did she assault
0: you? Do we need to talk to anybody? Well, she. Do you uh, know her name? Can we?
1: No, get I mean, some money I, out of her. I certainly consented. She was very cute. Um, it. It was kind of the ups and downs of life, though, because yeah. I, I was doing rides. You know, sure, did my rides and. Uh, that happened on one ride, and then not even two rides later, some guy puked on my left rear door. So it's kind of the ups and downs, the flows of life. Life gives, and it takes away. Yeah, I picked up this girl and her friend, and uh, the this girl was just hammered. And she sat right behind me and started, like, rubbing my neck and my shoulders. And then she started rubbing my cheeks and my beard and, like, she was playing with my hair, just doing what drunk flirty girls do, you know? Was it uh, by and, herself? Uh, no, her friend was in the back with her. A guy or a girl? Two girls. Two girls? Yeah. And so the one girl, she's just like, I'm not making you uncomfortable, am I? And I said, not at all. I said, you can touch me however you want, hon. And uh, her friend was just laughing. They were having a good time, you know? And then she, she's just, you know how flirty some of these, these chicks are?
0: never happens to me you've got the juice i guess juice it's man. happened
1: to me more than once i don't hey. know sometimes you pick people up and they just they're drunk and they're feeling good and they touch you and you know and i of course being the gentleman that i am i was up there you know hands on the wheel and uh, just driving trying to get them to their destination and the girl goes i'm gonna kiss you when i get out of here I said, okay, I bet, <laughs> fine with me. I bet you won. Uh, <laughs> you no know way. You and can't so kiss we me. stopped and she she leaned up in the front and she kissed me on the head and on the cheek and just all over the face and then one good one right on the mouth. And I said, all right, thanks, honey. You have a good night. Be safe. Watch out for the maniacs. So that was nice. It's always nice when you get able to get a kiss from a sorority girl. Congrats, man. Yeah. Very nice. Very good tip? I don't know. What'd you rate her? Five stars. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but it did make me think of the double standard. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> can you imagine if, uh, let's say there's a woman my age driving and a couple of drunk college boys get in with her and one guy just starts <laughs> ripping her neck from the back. I mean, it just doesn't work both ways. It just doesn't. It does not work. It, that works one way. It's a one-way street. Girls can get away with it. They can do what they want. I wonder how
0: many drivers it would have gotten away with.
1: I, like if I was a married man, I mean, or just
0: yeah, just not in the mood to be messed
1: with. I don't know. I'm always in the mood to be messed with. Sure,
0: sure, sure. She got she got the right one to do, and maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe the people who would be okay with her are the ones driving around on campus anyways, but like I, I do yeah. wonder. Yeah. I do wonder if other drivers would have been very mad at her about that. I feel I'm like they, sure I feel like a lot of would would have been.
1: I'm sure some would. I mean, there's a there's a whole culture of drivers and passengers, you know. It's it's a thing that happens.
0: We enter a, we have an unspoken agreement when we get in the car We're entering into a contract to not do things like that, but it happens. When you're drinking, and, you know, that's the point of a lot of, for Uber, for a lot of people is to get rides when drinking. Yeah. I guess you sign up for different things. Well, she was
1: making the moves on me. Sure. It was not the other way around. Sure. Because she was very drunk. Sure. Uh, but her friend was in there, so I felt, you know, I felt fine. Like Yeah. It, Your you know, hands were on the steering wheel, too. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I wasn't being yeah. creepy or anything. She just, uh, she was being very creepy, yeah, and I let her. Yeah,
0: you know, did you try to message her after and tell her she forgot something in her? No, Now no. no, that would be creepy. Hey, yeah, you forgot uh, you forgot something in the car. <clears throat> no, What's I that? didn't.
1: My heart. I did not do that. my heart. Yeah, yeah. So that was nice. You know, it's it's good just to get those little moments like that. Sure. Just it, as the night is going, like gives you a good laugh. Yeah, it's fun. You know, and then. Yeah, maybe two rides later. Some dude in the back yacked on the left side door. So, two hundred dollar cleaning fee. One fifty. One fifty. One fifty. Because it was not apparently my photos I sent in. It was not a. It was not the amount of vomit that would uh, trigger the two hundred dollar fee. Love I starting
0: guess. a Monday lunch hour thinking about that. But how much? Did, how long did it take you to clean it up?
1: Um, I mean. I do 20 minutes. Was it I, worth $150? I still probably need to shampoo the carpet. Yeah. I I just used alcohol wipes sure. and cleaned the door, and and I rubbed alcohol wipes on the carpet and scrubbed pretty good. It doesn't smell like vomit anymore. Like I've, I've, plus, I got hopefully the air, my, air fresheners. Hopefully, my air fresheners came in handy. Well, those are about out, but oh. but because uh, I, I turned them on the high level. Sure. They still last longer than the trees. Okay, they're, good. Uh, they're pretty good. good. Great, great Christmas gift by me. Yeah, I'm gonna notice. It's yeah, it lasted almost a month.
0: No, it's the end of January and we still never got ours from Cam. Just for the record. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Just, they're things. sitting at home. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're I, I do. sitting I right by, by the door. Sure, <laughs> sure, man. Yeah, sitting right yeah. by the door. It's sure, no Cam. Big, no big he deal. J-
1: he just forgets them every day. <laughs> right. I got.
0: Uh, just keep yours. Like I got uh, no, what sure. women want in my trunk still, so it's. My Christmas
1: was great. You haven't even taken it in. <laughs> no. To what? <laughs> I mean, what about I mean, your I mean, coin wrappers? I've to drop, about,
0: drop it off at McKay's. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I, I, if I knew we were actually doing it, I would have it. You did out. say we were. Well, I them. thought it was, it was kind of a. You bit. and I, your way to say thoughtful give. So. I thought we were doing kind of a. <laughs> I feel bit. like all three
0: of mine, all six of mine, really were pretty thoughtful. I thought, that, but.
1: Yeah. I haven't used my journal you got me yet.
0: Well, that's not my fault. You said you were going to write lyrics.
1: Yeah. Well, I just, have you still been I journaling in yet. the morning? No. No. Have you been doing
0: anything that you started out the mm, year doing?
1: No. No. <laughs> Pretty much all the resolutions have did it make it through January. Waned. They've waned. But I need to, you know, try to get started again this week. I don't know. I don't. I don't even like talking about it. Something always happens, that throws me off, and it's just an excuse. It's just an excuse, but. You know, last week was the concert. It's always something. It's always something, and you know, I did a pretty good job this weekend, though, of just sticking to my doing my rides. Just grinding out. Yeah, hit my first tier of bonuses. Well, that's good. Cam, did everything good? Weekend?
2: Yeah, yeah. Can't complain. Um, worked, watched football. Can't really ask for too much more than that, I guess. can
0: ask for a better first game.
2: Yeah, yeah, I was very disappointed in that. I was, I was really pumped for that one. I, I was, I was excited, and then yeah, just uh, did not come to fruition the way we wanted it to. Second game was good though, but um, yeah, first game just a disappointment. I found the
0: second game to be rather boring as well.
2: It was very slow, rather boring. For the first, slow, three, yeah, yeah, it, it for the first three
0: quarters, I found it to be rather boring, and
2: yeah, we could have had a better. Better conference uh, weekend, I guess. But yeah, I thought the playoffs in general were pretty lackluster yeah, so far. Yeah, they were. They were. So uh, hopefully, the Super Bowl is better, but we'll see. They got a couple of weeks to figure things out. So
0: yeah, I don't know. I'm over football. I'm focused. I'm simply focused on college basketball at this point.
2: Okay. That's okay.
0: about that time of the year. Yeah, college
2: basketball weekend for sure. Yep.
0: Yeah, just simply oh, focused on college basketball right now. The
2: so new... that we're easily the best team in the SEC. That's pretty cool. <clears throat>
1: The poll? Were you going to say something about yeah, the Yeah, a new poll? AP poll
0: just came out.
1: Oh, I love when that happens. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to know? Did we get to number
0: two? We are number two. We so we jumped yeah. Houston. I knew we, we would. Houston. Houston's
2: been struggling.
0: We swapped but. places. Basically, we just swapped places with Alabama. They fell to four, we went to number two, and Houston stayed at
1: number three. Well, that Vinda... F- Vindicates me yeah. because I tried Vindifies? to I tried to tell <laughs> vilify that's what I was that vindicates me because I was trying to tell some people this weekend I said if Purdue were to lose we're gonna be number one we're gonna be number one if Purdue loses and they said we're not gonna jump Houston Houston won yeah, I said yeah but struggling. they look bad and we hammered a top ten team hammered them so I'm glad we jumped too dominated
0: them we'll, we'll dive into that next I found that game to be. Wait, before we go, did
1: you have a good weekend? Oh,
0: thanks for asking. Uh, Let's see. Friday was not my day. Friday was a bad day. It's all around. I don't Wouldn't? remember if the show was any good. It just didn't. It wasn't bad. No. Right. <laughs> the show wasn't very good. <laughs> didn't feel strong in the gym. Really got the shanks during pickleball. Really mm-hmm. got the shanks after the show. I felt like Rick and Kill. Are you familiar with Rick and Kill?
1: Rick and kill? Yeah. No.
0: Plays for your baseball team or your original baseball team?
1: To which was – Cardinals. Which one? Cardinals? No. Yeah,
0: he was the pitcher who couldn't throw the ball anymore, and then they moved him to the outfield because mm-hmm. he couldn't pitch anymore. That's Never how I felt of about it. game four of pickleball. I just missed like nine straight shots in a row, and I was really in my head. And I'm kind of a mental uh, small person when it comes to that. So, it, it was I was choking. I was pretty mad about that. Yeah. Then later that night went bowling <laughs> – Bowled terribly for two of the three games. The first two games bowled terribly.
1: Just wasn't not a good day. performance Friday, day.
0: Yeah, Friday was not my day. Friday was not my day. Uh Saturday was fun. Saturday for the game was fun. Yeah. Up until the, the end of the Celtics game. I was mad about that in the Lakers game. I was pretty upset.
1: Did you meet any little honeys?
0: Uh no. No, no no honeys that I met. No. No. And then yesterday, I just laid on the couch. Yesterday was Sunday's my recovery day. Sunday, I laid there and watched the Royal Rumble. Then I put the Eagles game on my phone a little bit during the Royal Rumble because I was like, Royal Rumble gets the main TV. And wasn't into that game. Wasn't really into the Bengals-Cheese game. Watched that new Jonah Hill movie on Netflix with Eddie Murphy. It was mm. Good enough, I guess. Oh, I
1: saw it with the. Uh, it's got the the Seinfeld girl and the. Uh, okay, well, she she deserves a little bit more respect it's than got that. Ju- yes. Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, she, deserves, <laughs> she she's in it.
0: She, <laughs> she deserves a little bit more respect than that. But yeah, her and Eddie Murphy too. And then there's Julia another Iguns. guy, Jonah Hill, Alda uh, De- uh, Duchovny. Is yeah, you're thinking yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not in it that long, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. Good cast. I mean, it was it was fun. It was Netflix.
1: Was 13. it an edgy comedy? That's what it says on the preview.
0: I don't know if I'd consider it edgy. I mean, it was it's about race—a white guy dating a black girl—and like kind of them trying to integrate the families, and both the families are pretty.
1: Were you okay with that?
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I was good with it. Both families were pretty uh, set in their ways, I guess. You you could say one Jewish, other black—they weren't very happy that the other was
1: you know, with the others. Yeah. 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 Okay. It was fun. Who? Five
0: point nine. Out
1: of 10.
0: Yeah. 5.9? Yeah, 5.9 out of 10.
1: Oh. I would watch so not it. not worth watching?
0: Well, I mean, I think that's worth watching. Anything over a 5.1 is worth watching. Is that how the scale works? Sort of, kind of. Sometimes a 4 is worth watching. I
1: don't know if I want to see a 5 point. Like, you one. would probably grade a little bit easier. What does that mean? <laughs> you just seem to be more
0: entertained more easily than me.
2: It was a solid. Yeah. It was solid enough.
0: It was solid yeah. enough.
1: A lot of good like racial tension. Mm. Like, uh, Eddie nah. Murphy have some good like Jewish jokes. Not really. No.
0: They d- went to the line. They didn't ever go over the line. They p- still played it fairly safe.
1: So they did what what most comedy movies do now. Yeah. Because you don't. You can't go too far now. Yeah.
0: It makes Joni go play basketball in the hood. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no. sure that was good.
0: And they're riding in the car. He's got a red sweater on. He takes him to a a crip barber barbershop. I mean, those were kind of the only.
1: If you were baked out of your mind, would it get to a 6.0, You think? I don't know. I don't ever really do drugs. Yeah, I don't either anymore.
0: It was fine enough. I mean, it was I, I don't regret watching it. I like Jonah Hill. It's just it didn't didn't get to where it needed to get to for me.
1: Is he fat in it,
0: or he's is fat he... Jonah Hill? Okay, I but do... not like not like fat, fat Jonah Hill. Not like he was like in. I think the fattest I ever saw him was what? Game to the Greek. That's, whenever about... oh, That's when you're worried about. That's when you worried about Jonah Hill going the next like the next like Chris Farley, John Candy. Yeah, John... Well, I was gonna say John Belushi. Like, him path. too. Yeah. You know. How old was John Candy when he died? was I... pretty young too. Like how old though? Because I think of him as like even being older. I think of him like in his like early
1: forties, right? No, no. No. He Maybe might he just have looked old. I'm going to say John Candy was 36 when he died. Okay. It's just my guess. Okay. Maybe. Farley was in his 30s, right? Yeah, I was going to say he'd be early
0: 30s. Out at the age of 43. John Candy. Oh, okay.
1: So that was pretty close, yeah. Mm, I think I was right. What did I say, 36?
0: Yeah, and I said in early 40s. Either way.
1: Hmm. Yeah, Mid 40s.
0: It's like you're even closer to being wrong since 44. you said thirty six you weren't you were that close <laughs> at all than, I was he was 43. eight years away. It was forty three.
1: Forty three? Forty three. Forty
0: three is still early forties. Yeah. Forty three is a cutoff. Is
1: that what you said? Yeah. Okay. Well I said early forties is what I said. Yeah, I guess you were right.
0: What's that Chris? Probably like thirty one, if even that. He might have been like twenty nine. What about Belushi?
1: I don't know much about Belushi. John Belushi was 33 when he died. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Farley Definitely, was, Farley was 33 as well. Well, either way, all pretty young. Yeah,
0: I was just going to say I didn't think of John Candy as like young, in that same level is what I was getting. at. if maybe, you die at
1: 43, nobody most you notice how most people don't die in their 40s. I just well, I, you either die young you or you die in your 30s you die, or 50s. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You never hear um, of anybody dying in their 40s. Because
2: they like 38, you're kind of safe for like 12 years. Yeah, maybe he just looked
1: old from the first
2: time <laughs> I saw
0: John Candy. Like Pretty much the only time I feel like I've seen him look young is in like the first Griswold's Vacation, the first National Lampoon's movie. Like As the security guard, he looks kind of young. But after, outside of that, he always looked kind of old to me. Anyways, I thought Jonah Hill was going that route whenever Get Under <laughs> the Greek came out, because he looked pretty fat in that one. Yeah. Then he, got, then he lost a lot of weight and everyone made fun of him for that, so then he got fat again, but not as fat. Got to stroke the furry wall. Yeah, yeah, We'll dive into Tennessee basketball after the break. It's Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio.
2: And it's not for New
0: Tennessee made a statement on Saturday evening inside a a pretty raucous TBA. I was I was impressed with the crowd. I was happy with the crowd. Way to go to everyone there carrying the fight. Definitely better than a Kentucky crowd. Felt like a bigger game than the Kentucky game. I mean, I think that the, the ranking had something to do with that. Rick Barnes and Texas had something to do with that. And Tennessee also just played better than they did against Kentucky. The 6 o'clock tip's better than a noon tip. And Tennessee responded and pretty much dominated for 30 of the 40 minutes. You know, the first 10 minutes, sort of close. Tennessee couldn't pull away. But then after that, uh, you know, pretty much dominated.
1: You also had the uh, the students back.
0: Students being back helped. That helps. what did you think about the student section being split up? That was our first real test with that with the student section I don't being know. I
1: saw people complain online. I've seen people complain about
0: and it, but being there I thought everything.
1: It, being there I thought it worked fine. Yeah. I'm sure it was fine. I don't know. They they people complain. Whine. Everybody's whining about something, you know. Oh, look at the people leaving early. Yeah, but you're gonna have that when you're blowing a team out. Yeah, you're definitely when a team's to, not doesn't even belong on the same court as you. You're definitely allowed to leave early in a double-digit point game. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I had no problem with that. No. Why should you? No one would. I enjoyed the performance. Thought the boys were pretty crisp whole game. I mean, you had a little stretch in the second half. You, I guess, maybe you could say you didn't play defense as well sure Barnes will break that down on the film. He'll I don't know. You'll let mean, him put a few points up, but, I mean. Yeah, I, I thought the flow of the game really, you know, kind of
0: allowed for Texas to score a couple more points. I mean, Tennessee was up 17, and, you know, Texas went on a little 6-0 run real quick. But, like, when it came time to put your foot back on their throat, they went scoreless, I think, from, like, the seven-minute mark to, like, the three-minute mark, basically, yeah. give or take some seconds there. they cut it to, like, 11 – and got back in the game, sort of, kind of. If you believe ESPN, I, I didn't necessarily believe that take that they were back in the game. But you know, then you didn't let them score again for the next three or four minutes. So like Tennessee answered the bell and you know dominated the game pretty much like I like I said from the 10 minute mark in the first half on
1: throughout. Yeah, when it was most critical, you uh, you stepped on their throat again yep. as you said. That's good to see. Kamwa, he was a monster. <laughs> In the game,
0: feel good about that. I've had Kamwa stock since since day you know not day one exactly, but since his freshman year, you saw some potential there, and uh, you know I feel like I've defended him and feel like he has really found his stride. <laughs> and you know maybe it's one of those performances that he has, and then he'll frustrate you for the next month and a half by not doing it again. And then you get even more upset because you're like, we see that you're able to do this. We we watched you do it against the top ten team that has some decent big men. I mean, their front yeah. line their front line pretty good, especially like you know defensively they're supposed to be. And you completely dominated them. You did the same to South Carolina earlier this year, and then you kind of disappeared. Like he did this at the beginning of January, January seventh, twenty 21 points, ten of ten from the field. And then follow that up with six, two, seven, two, and eight. With the low mark there being against Kentucky, one of three from the field in 14 minutes. They scored, you know, he scored two points. At Tennessee, lost mm-hmm. to Kentucky, and then you see him go out there and do this text. He's like, "Man, can you, can you? you know, I'm not saying you got to score 27 and look like a young Kevin Garnett out there, <laughs> but like, give me, uh, can you give me 14 a night? Is that too much to ask?" And I think Barnes going to the small ball lineup as his main lineup is what I wanted to see. And I think it should unlock Kumwa moving forward. Tennessee didn't really shoot well from 3 on on Saturday. The three ball didn't really get them going. There was a stretch where Zakai hit a couple back to back that, you know, maybe blew the game open, but outside of that, you didn't really you weren't able to really rely
1: on 3. You really just relied on Kumwa being Pretty good in the paint, better than everybody in the paint. Yeah, good in the paint, good on the boards. <clears throat> I believe we were out-rebounded Texas uh for the game. You know, we we were pretty good in that respect as well. Yeah, you dominated the glass. Yep. We uh, out-toughed them. Yep. As uh, as they said. They said they got out-toughed. They don't get out-toughed very often.
0: Uh, Tennessee is a tough team and you know, it helps Vince Zaza getting around those screens and finishing layups. I thought He's he He's uh, distributing the ball. He's playing point guard at a high level right now, and it, it, as long as he's making wide open layups, the mm-hmm. offense is pretty good. I mean, against Kentucky, you had shots, you just kept missing wide open layups, and it was frustrating. But
1: Zakai was getting to the rim and finishing. You take him or Magic Johnson right now? Uh, well, Magic's pretty old. I know, but he's Magic Johnson. He right. is Magic Johnson.
0: We're, we're talking about on both sides of the floor, right? I think Magic could probably start on the offense better. But uh, the guy's pretty good on defense. I don't. I don't think Magic could be able to get down and to d up the
1: way he didn't need to. Think you could get Magic Johnson's age?
0: He was drafted in '81, right? And sorry he was drafted in '80. Drafted in '80, I believe it was. And he would have been a freshman, so he'd have been 19, which means he was born in '61. Which means he is 62 years old, depending on a birthday,
1: 62, 63. 63. Yeah. You're right on it. Nice. Pretty impressive. Thank you. Thank you. Bet Magic at 63, I mean. Offensively, I, I bet I he bet can he still he run still... the
0: show. He'd be doing a lot more of the, the running out of the posts. You know, he'd be posting you up, passing out of it. But uh,
1: Seriously, though, would you take him? As on the you... team? Yeah. Again,
0: defensively, <laughs> I think he's going to be a complete negative. As he's not 63 he's... years old. I would bring him in at the end of game situations. If you need a bucket, I would still bring him in as one
1: of the five. Yeah, I would rather have him out there than Arush. you would take. You would have sixty-three-year-old Magic Johnson out there <laughs> over a Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Sixty-three
1: is not that old. I mean, if Magic's still working out, if he's still like, he's still
0: somewhat active because I think he has to be with his, you know, HIV. I think he still has to remain pretty
1: active. Yeah, I mean, he pretty looks good pretty diet. good when yeah, you he, see him.
0: Yeah, he has like- to stay. Pretty in shape,
1: I think, is one of the. Is that a requirement to hiv That's what he
0: says. It says it helps the best. So like if he, because he works out. I don't know how much he does now. But in the fifties, he's talking about he was, or in the, you know, when he was in his fifties, he was talking about he, you know, run two or three miles a day and like you know was, staying pretty. Yeah. And I had to watch his fat. Fi- I think something with the fat. And the, I don't, I don't really know, but that's uh-huh. what he's he had said. Said said diet and
1: exercise is very important. Yeah. Well, so other than 63-year-old Magic Johnson, though, there's not many you'd take over Ziegler right now. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a good job getting the ball around.
0: No, he is. He had another uh, double-double. Double-doubles in college are hard, man. He's already a 22-point-and-10 assist game is about as high level of point guard as you can play, especially if you
1: consider the defense he plays on the other end. Since the Kentucky game, really, or the the halftime of the Mississippi State game, he's been – He's been on fire. Well,
0: right now, Tennessee's best offense is a Zakai ziegler olivier Kumwa pick and roll. Just clear it out. Let, let's let run some NBA type of action where we're going to have our big man that's pretty athletic that can also shoot and has touch. We're going to have him set a screen for our point guard. And if, we're either going to get our point, heart, point guard downhill or he's going to dump it into Kumwa and let him do something. That's been our best offense. I thought uh, in... On, on Saturday's game, I mean, Tennessee pulled away because of Ka Ziegler. He had zero yep. points the first 16 and a half minutes of the game. Then he hit an and one. Then he hit a three. Then he hit two free throws, and he looked up, and like all of a sudden he had eight points after having zero. And Tennessee had a 12-point lead. And then he came out in the second half and scored another quick six points, and you're like, okay, he's got 14. How the hell did that happen? He basically scored 14 in about five minutes. And that blew the game open, and you know you knew Tennessee was winning at that point. Tennessee's really, really good at basketball, and I'm glad that you're able to enjoy it, Cody. And I feel bad for all the people on the internet who aren't able to enjoy it because they keep worrying about my march. My March, what are we going to do in March? My March. I can't enjoy a top ten win, a blowout win in front of the whole country where you look like one of the best teams in the country, if not the best team in the I country. I mean, I Because I'm worried about my March.
1: I don't know how you couldn't enjoy watching right now. I mean.
0: Because you got to worry about my March.
1: Yeah. I mean, what are we going
0: to do in my March?
2: Well,
1: you can have that in the back of your mind, I guess. But, I but mean, my March, <clears throat> you still got to enjoy the. And the way this team's playing, I mean, they're on track to a one seed, which, if you want to talk about March, that puts you somewhere you've not been before.
2: No, we're going to lose to a 16 seed, aren't we? Shut no up. No way.
1: <laughs> However, I did see the Virginia bracket. already did that first, thank God. <laughs> However, yeah, if yeah.
2: they hadn't done it, I would, would actually Would you take that trade
0: right now to lose as a 16? Loses to a 16 seed, then turn around and win the title the next year. Yes, yes. Yeah.
1: I feel like yeah. Virginia's yeah. story. I feel like that 16 seed loss is nullified because they responded to it. Oh yeah, sure. And yeah, came okay. back and won an. Sure, really, really yeah. that was the only the way players. they could respond to yeah. it, and they did. And they they did just that. And so, they yeah, did. I'd take that. I'd take that every two years. Can you imagine how miserable? <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine how miserable that <clears throat> the whole next year would be though? Yeah. Just <laughs> yeah. Because to be Tony the,
0: Bennett had the same questions about whether or not his team could work. In March, because the way they played defense and no offense, like mm. you're like, oh, this team's always ripe for an upset, and they just kept kind of choking in the tournament and kind of maxing out in the Sweet 16, <laughs> and then they lost a one so You're like, oh my God, no more worrying about Virginia, blah blah. And then they turn around, and win it all the next year.
1: How did Syracuse have more tournament success? I mean, I, I know their defense was a zone defense, so it's a different defense. But how is it that they had a lot more tournament success as a defensive-minded team?
0: I don't know if I would even consider Syracuse (laughs) defensive-minded as much as like they had a really good gimmick defensively. Like they were the best zone defense in the country, but those teams still score. I mean, they won the national title, Carmelo Uh, Anthony, yeah, as like a really good scoring forward. I mean, they. I just think Jerry McNair runs their score a bunch of buckets. Yeah, they they were known
1: for their defense.
0: Well, yeah, I I think it's just because they ran zone, and (laughs) they're the only team that really ran that as their predominant defense, and like it was, it was kind of tournament tested. You still see now. Even in the NBA if if someone's going two three zone it takes it takes offenses a little bit to you know yeah. get over the shock and then figure out how to beat it and and in college especially when you have to shoot deep threes to beat the zone a lot of kids can't shoot those so people figured it out eventually though because Syracuse has been pretty pretty
1: bad the last couple of years yeah they're they're they don't have it anymore
0: so yeah it was uh, I guess Sakai had his uh 60 run and hit back- to-back threes at 16 34 and 15. 45 in the second half. So, that went, that pushed the lead from 46 to 35. He hit back-to-back threes, and then you're up 52 to 35. And like I said, that kind of ended the game. And he scored his first bucket at 330 in the first half. So, it was basically an eight-minute run where he scored 14 points and really blew the game
1: open. I, do, uh, I will say it uh, makes me a little nervous seeing uh, somebody like North Carolina sitting there as an eight-seed. <clears throat> Sure, don't don't really like that second round matchup. (laughs) The the
0: thing about the eight seed is that if you get the one seed, the thing about the eight seed is it's going to be like a talented, underachieving team usually. Yeah, that's going to have talent. You know, there's going to be an eight seed there that's at least somewhat dangerous. I mean, it's not, it's not a pencil you in win type of situation. Usually, the eight seed will be better than the eleven seed. On like you know talent wise, and the twelve seed, right? Talent the, wise, yeah. talent You just wise, hope
1: to get that twelve five upset, like if that's your second round opponent, you mm-hmm.
0: know. Right, but like the ones, that, if you are the one seed, and we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but like you will face a probably almost likely a power five team that is an at large bid that has at least one or two good wins on their resume.
1: Oh yeah, I mean that's it's going to be a capable team. I was gonna look at Lenardi's eight and nines right now. I mean, it would be. I saw it was North Carolina the other day, but right now, yeah. So like, Florida Atlantic and Iowa. That's right now. Florida nine Atlantic, I believe, right now has the lo- longest win streak in the country. Okay, yeah. they have That's to a dangerous. <coughs> thing. They have, to be, they have
0: a, to be good to be a you know an eight or a nine seed with you know being a mid major yeah I Iowa's the
2: basketball down, uh, school Florida early in the year. I think they they pieced up Florida a little bit yeah, and
1: a couple other eight nines Arkansas Creighton also oh, yeah, play teams that play. That would be a little dangerous North Carolina, New Mexico, NC State, Missouri. So it's gonna be a mm. power five pretty good <laughs> <Jeez>. thing <laughs> the, the
0: The hope is just that you're the one seed and you get a complete layup yeah. in the first round at least yeah. you have you basically could say we have to win five games to win a national title and we have to win. Three games to get to the final four. And like, you, you remove one of those. Because even a 15 seed these days are a little dangerous. I mean, you saw yeah, St. Peter's yeah. really, you know, beat Kentucky last MTSU year.
1: MTSU did it as a 15.
0: There's only been one 16 seed. Only mm. one of those. There's been at least, you know, a three or yeah. four or 15 seeds. Statistically, seed.
2: you're not going to lose to a 16 seed. Right. <laughs> right. Statistically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: <clears throat> so do you think it's an advantage to just, do you think most coaches just prepare for the second round teams more? 'Cause you know, one thing they say that's tough in the tournament is how you only have a day to get ready for that next game. I don't know what they do. I mean, I'm sure like let's say
0: and again we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, although I think one seed is firmly in place. Well, in I'm Tennessee. ready to talk tournament. Yeah. Tennessee is the one you know, gonna be a one seed unless something goes wrong, you know, at this point. It feels like that's where we're trending. I would imagine selection Sunday happens. Tennessee's got a big enough staff with assistance that at least one guy. On staff is in charge of the eight seed, and one guy on staff is in charge of the nine seed and trying to like kind of figure out what they do because yeah. you're not going to know who you play, right? But so, you're, yeah, I'd imagine you do your due diligence on both of those teams and get an idea. I would hope so, at least. Like, yeah, you, I, I think in football, you do the same thing. If you're playing a Tennessee Tech, no offense if you're listening, you you, you look ahead next week to okay, who are we playing? The, who's our SEC opponent yeah. next week? Let's let's spend a lot of time on them. We're not we respect our opponents, blah blah blah, sports cliches, but like, let's. Yeah. Let's make sure we don't get caught flat-footed on a team that's a little bit more capable. And then you can kind of reset and get ready for your Sweet 16 opponent. I would say at that point, Cody, you are strictly focused on your Sweet 16 opponent. you got to be. You might have one guy running some numbers on one of the teams after that. Maybe. Maybe. But I would say your main focus is let's beat the Sweet 16 team.
1: So, basically, if we could just get to a one seed and then beat, you know, Creighton, that would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I, don't
2: play I would Grant. not play I don't want to play Creighton. Creighton is
1: Grant.
0: a – they have a lot of losses this year, but they are pretty dangerous. And you saw this yeah, weekend. They, they can shoot. They were like favored by five and a half at home over like the number 17 well beat, team in the country did. and absolutely killed them. Like yeah. Creighton –
2: 17-point win. Creighton's
0: a very talented team that has some good shooters that I would mm-hmm. not want to play. I
2: hope they're not an eight seed. Yeah, please.
1: No. Hopefully they will improve as the year goes along. Yes,
0: or just completely falls apart. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Do you rather play Creighton or North Carolina?
0: I would rather much, much rather play North Carolina. Creighton right now, and again, I know it's not the end all be all, but Creighton is, what, thirteen and eight? Yeah. And they're ranked as an eight seed. Yeah. Ken Palm has them <laughs> as the number eleven team in the country.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I don't
0: want that. Yeah. They that would be a like that's one spot below Texas. Texas is number ten right now. Creighton's number eleven. Jeez. And Arizona's number twelve for reference. So like Creighton. They they hit a little rough spot where they lost a bunch of close mm-hmm. games, but they are a really good basketball team. I think we'd score on them. Their defense is bad, but their offense would be pretty terrifying.
1: Yeah. I just don't like seeing that we're playing in Greensboro against <laughs> North, North Carolina, Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the second round. It just sounds, yeah, let's go to basketball country and play the Tar Heels in the like second round. <laughs> I,
0: think, I think I think Tennessee fans would show up. Yeah. And I don't know, like you always wonder about the – you know the 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 neutral crowd there. North Carolina's not an underdog. Mm-hmm. They're still like a blue blood, and I think they got a lot of haters. So I would imagine that the neutral crowd still might even root for Tennessee, even though it would be like a one versus eight matchup. It would still view Tennessee kind of as the as the underdog of sorts. Yeah, the I think.
1: new the New Mexico fans there. Yeah, they'd be like, yeah. you know
0: what, screw them. We're going for Tennessee, like <laughs> yeah. against North Carolina. I would imagine, but I don't know. I don't I don't really want to think about that. As a reality, yet, and we yeah, get too not, far gone. Cam Sinister Break. We'll keep talking about your number two ranked Tennessee Vols, which Ooh. might be the best team in the country. Ooh. Stick with us as Talk Sports on Fan Run Radio. Drink some White Claw Hard Seltzer. Celebrate a big victory responsibly. Made with their unique brew pure process to deliver you only the finest flavors. We love White Claw Hard Seltzer and appreciate them for their support. I'm not going to freak out too much about the idea of North Carolina and Greensboro. That's something way down the line. Uh, I will be be interested, strongly invested, to see how the committee rewards these teams because at this point, three of the four four top ten teams in the country are in the South. Yeah. Tennessee, Alabama, Houston. At this point, I'm not sure how we rank them. The AP poll says Tennessee, Houston, Alabama. The metrics, Ken Palm has Tennessee number one, Alabama – or Houston number two, Alabama number five. So they go Tennessee, Houston, Alabama as well. And when it comes to regions or, I guess, cities – in the NCAA tournament, the three that are closed, closest to these schools is Birmingham, Greensboro, and I guess Columbus, Ohio, which yeah. is still an, a little trek, but it's like six hours away. Birmingham seems like, hey, it makes sense for Alabama, but mm. if Houston is ranked ahead of Alabama, Birmingham is much closer to Houston than any of the other yeah. pods. So like, if you're giving Houston any type of reward, you pretty much de facto have to put them in Birmingham?
1: Well, I don't know if Alabama's going to stay on track as a one seed. I mean, the the way that they played Saturday, I just thought, uh, just They're absolutely no man. defense. No reason to defend Oklahoma at all. That's not a good Oklahoma team, by the way. It's that was a 2-6. Like and, 11 six, and nine. Yep,
0: that was an 11-9 and nine overall, 2-6 and six in conference. I know the Big 12's good. They beat the SEC 7-3. Mm-hmm. to three, But they were 2-6. Two at six in conference, which, by the way, side note, in case you're listening, shame on you, Houston Cress. Shame on you.
1: What did did he? He's
0: just, I love Houston, but I feel like sometimes he's the king of the the Negavals.
1: Oh, yeah?
2: I'm getting really nervous about the game tonight after seeing what Oklahoma did to
0: the best of the SEC. First of all, we're the best of the SEC. Mm Mm-hmm. Second of all, there was a game that you could have referenced Tennessee beating the hell out of Kansas on a neutral site without maybe their best player or most important player in Josiah Jordan-James. Just because Alabama's a little fraudulent and didn't bring it doesn't mean that you should worry about Tennessee not bringing it at home. So I was just wanting to point that out. I love him, but shame on him. Shame on you, Houston Crest.
2: I'm a little nervous about what's going to happen.
1: Firm but fair.
2: what are we good doing do my march?
1: Firm my but mama. fair.
2: What about my march?
1: What about my march? <laughs> yeah um, Alabama, I feel like it, I've been waiting on them to because we see them do this every year. I feel like they're pretty good. They're pretty good. No one is capable of defending them the way that we're going to though. And I feel like they run a gimmicky offense, and they don't play defense. And if you defend them, I get it that they're they can hit shot when they're hitting. I mean, they're better than anybody because they're mm-hmm. that's all they do is jack up the threes. And if they're going in, it's going to be hard to Shrinky. beat them. They can run you out of the building. I'm not saying they're not good, and they got the length and all that. But if you defend them and you play a tough game with them, like we're going to play, I feel like that's a good matchup.
2: I th- They've looked rough, man, the well, I mean, last couple games. Metric-wise, I think yeah.
0: Tennessee, they gave them, Tennessee a 77% chance of beating Alabama.
1: Yeah. I think we're I mean, going to— that,
0: Maybe that's a little bit off, but like the we're not supposed to really struggle with them. Like the matchup's good. I would imagine Tennessee's going to be, much like the way gets Texas, about a five-and-a-half-point favorite whenever Alabama comes to town. Maybe that gets bet down like Texas did because— you know, there are a lot of squares out there that say, hey, number no. 10 team in the country, seven and a half points. That's too many. I'm going to bet it all the way down to five and a half. And it didn't go that way. Yeah. The computer said Tennessee was 10 points better than Texas. Guess how many Tennessee won by?
2: 11. 11.
0: Points. And it could have been worse, but it ended up being around 11. So, like, that's what was kind of supposed to happen. That's what happened. I think when it comes time, you know, in a couple weeks here, when Alabama comes to town, I think Tennessee will be maybe a, open up as a five and a half, six point favorite. And it'll probably get bet down because people will see number five next to Alabama, and it'll be like Tennessee minus three and a half, and
1: Tennessee will win by about seven. That's kind of what I think will happen. Do you think that we will give them fits defensively? Like, do you think it's a good matchup for us against Alabama?
0: I think our offense over the last basically since November has been like the twenty fifth, I think. Best somewhere, it's somewhere, it's a top thirty offense. I don't know exactly what the number is. Our offense got off to a really, really bad start, but since then it's been really good. The last ten games, especially Tennessee's offense has been, I believe, number nineteen in the country, while having the number one defense in the country. Our offense is good. That's pretty good. Alabama's defense—I'm not going to say is bad, but they were bad Saturday. Well, I was going to say they were bad Saturday, and whenever they played uh, Gonzaga, they could not stop Gonzaga. So the last 10 before Saturday, I, I, that's changed. I'll see if I can get the updated one. It's changed since we you know, scored a bunch on Texas. We were the 26th-ranked offense and the uh, second-ranked defense. I've seen the numbers. That's got to find them since then because we went back to number one defense and I think 19th offensively. Like, Alabama's defense isn't bad. I don't want to act like it is. Yeah. But I have seen them get shredded by, you know, a couple of teams. Gonzaga shredded them. And Oklahoma just – I don't know what the deal was there – Like. It seemed like they just wanted it more.
2: Oklahoma, like I think they went on a stretch where they made, like, nine, ten straight shots or something like that in the game. It was it was ridiculous. They're hitting everything.
1: I wonder if it's, like, if you get Alabama in a bit of a hole, you get them down 12 to 15 points, and then I think maybe they become more desperate to hit those threes, and so they're more focused on that, and then those are not going in, and they can't set up any kind of defense because yeah. they're just jacking up threes at that point. Yeah. And so I think you kind of get them all out of sorts. Like, if you get them down, at the same time, they do have the power to just get right back in the game if they hit those shots.
0: They do. And, and the year they won the SEC, you saw them do that against Gonzaga. Like, you saw them – was it Gonzaga they beat in the tournament or was it UCLA? They, who Who is it they played? They, they lost to Gonzaga in overtime, right? Or who did they – They lost. To, was it UCLA? They, UCLA they almost beat, I believe, because it was UCLA-Gonzaga in the championship. I want to say – That's the way that went. I think so. We've seen them get hot and carry their way through a tournament. And, like, I Mm -hmm. respect Alabama as a team. But, yeah, I think you're right in terms of no one's going to defend them the way we have. They're
1: going to have to do it on the road against us. And, like, our offense is really, really good, too. If we get out to one of those starts that we've become kind of accustomed to this year, where it's like, you know, we're up 12-2, to like, we just jump out on a lot of teams and just – Lock them down defensively from the start and get them in a hole. I think they're going to feel desperation against us. Yeah, at least that's the, the way I hope the game goes. Now they could come out and just shoot lights out, and th- that's the thing you worry about. L- like I said, a team like them could run you out of the building if you don't, if you can't defend them. Looking at some of the uh, the metrics on BartTorvik.com,
0: I guess brother to. Ken Palm, they kind of do different different things while doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Since, since the 1st of December, so basically two months, Tennessee is the number one team in the country. They have the 19th best offense and the number one defense. Houston is third best offense, 13th best defense. UCLA, 37th best offense, 4th best defense. St. Mary's, which I don't know about that, 32nd offense, 5th defense. Uh, Alabama comes at 21. 21st uh, offensively, ninth defensively. So, their defense is actually better than their offense a little bit. Hmm. A little bit more consistent. Houston hasn't really played anybody, and they they just keep struggling with kind of bubble at at best teams. Purdue, I think, has one quality win so far this year. Meanwhile, Tennessee just kind of keeps rolling. That's not all that matters. You know, the computers only tell you so much. I get that. But Tennessee has uh, looked pretty impressive, holding steady at number two in the net rankings. They're going to be in line for one of those three spots. I don't know where the committee is going to go because, like I said, Houston is uh, closest to Birmingham. What does that mean for Alabama? Do they get put in Greensboro? Does Tennessee have to go to Columbus? Is there going to be kind of a sort of kind of a mix if if one of those teams end up as a two seed? because right now I mean it feels like it's going to be Houston, Tennessee, Alabama and Purdue as your one seeds. Now, does that
1: change a little bit? Cody says
0: he doesn't know if Alabama can get to the finish line.
1: Well, I mean, I I don't know if you're going to have two SEC teams as your one seeds. I mean, Right. I, I think the schedule, which I've been saying it for a month, I, the schedule schedule-wise, I think it sets up really well for us to come out of the league, to win the league.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't have lost to Kentucky.
1: Well, you know, it's – you take some losses somewhere. I think we got better after the Kentucky game. I think you can see it on the floor that we're playing better and certain guys are doing things better, like Zakai. Yeah. So, I mean, if it means long-term – what is it they say? Blessing in disguise. Problem is we're still going to have to go to Rupp. So you'd like to get at least one against them, but – Kansas I don't, went there and made it look pretty easy. Yeah, I don't see any reason we can't be twenty-two and three. Kansas really needed a win too; they had lost three in a row. That was—I was glad to see them beat Kentucky.
0: I don't know. I was kind of rooting for Kentucky, just because I do still think like Kansas is going to have a chance to knock us off the one line if they like win the Big Twelve. Kentucky doesn't really have a chance to do that to us. I don't know. I just like. I wasn't like strongly rooting for it, but I was kind of. I want Kansas to drop a couple more.
1: They lost three in a row. I like the fact that we beat Kansas. I want that to still be a big, a big win, a a big win. Yeah. So I think Texas is going to kind of swap places with that. We've got two good wins. I noticed also, by the way, USC won both games last week. They're 15-6, and six, and they beat uh, UCLA. Look at you. They beat 8th-ranked Paying UCLA. attention to Pac-12 basketball. You're oh, so wow. balled up right now. USC's a good win, and Maryland also won both of their games last week.
0: Southern Cal is mm-hmm. 55th right now in the net ranking. We need them to get to the top 50.
1: Maryland is up to 14-7. and seven. They've won three of their last four. So they're they're getting they a little better. Back.
2: They had a bad little stretch there, but yeah, they. They play in a tough conference. Yeah. So. What did
1: Colorado do? Colorado is now twelve and eleven. Okay, they yeah. are not good. That's a bad loss. Yeah, that's a terrible loss. But it's November, you know. I mean, we've come a long way since then. But yeah, that's going to remain. It, it would appear as a pretty bad loss.
0: <laughs> yeah, Tennessee um, among the elite teams. They're the only team in the top nine with a quad two loss. They have two of them.
1: Huh.
0: However, 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 Kentucky's
1: eh, quad two. Um, yeah, yeah, because
0: hmm. oh, yeah, it was at home, so like it has to be. They they need to get away like the top Wait, thirty. We're I think. the
1: we're the only team in the top ten. You said the well, top nine. Arizona
0: has one with a
1: quad two loss, and we've got two of them. Well, I was gonna say, however, however,
0: <laughs> well, no, 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 however, there are uh, a couple of teams with some quad three losses. Oh, okay, okay. Houston has one. Temple. Well, Saint Mary's has Temple. two, and UConn has one. So, like, there are a couple that have them there. But yeah, among the among the top five, Houston has one quad three loss. We have two quad two losses, and uh, Purdue, Alabama, and UCLA are you know kind of unblemished there.
1: Yeah. So we need Kentucky to probably be a little better.
0: That's why I was kind of rooting for them to beat Kansas. Yeah. Like, I think that wouldn't have hurt us. I, like I said, it
1: wasn't a strong root
0: for. And, like, maybe them missing the tournament's a better reward anyways. Kentucky right now is 36th in the net ranking, so like, they could have potentially gotten in the top 30 with a win there.
1: It'll all shake out. As long as we yeah. keep winning, yeah. none of that will really matter. Yeah, you don't
0: really have to pay attention to much of that. Cause like, Tennessee,
1: if we go 27-4, and four, we're going right. to yeah.
0: We're going to be in pretty good shape. So, I haven't really had to do too much of the scoreboard watching. Uh, Auburn got beat. Did you see how far they dropped to the top 25? Do they fall
1: out? Where I think are they they're up? number 25. Are they right there, dead last? I believe that's what I saw. Okay. Let me look and make sure. But, yeah, I think they are. We play 20, them, what, Saturday? 25th. Yeah, I'm just looking at our next four. I don't, I don't see any reason that we can't be 4-0 in the next four. Auburn is 25th. Okay. Um... They
0: fell to 31st. So, like, if they get in the top 30, that's a quad one win. If not, it's quad two. It's kind of how
1: that works. Yeah, I mean, we're at Florida this week, Auburn at home Saturday, and then next week's Vandy in Missouri. So, and Missouri's at home. At Vandy, maybe a little tricky, but I mean, no, we're in good shape. I want to be 22 and 3 now. We're in good shape.
0: I'm trying to see where, uh, who'd you say it was? Uh, Missouri. That was a big win by Missouri.
1: Missouri's, they're, they're not going to be easy, team. You said we play them in Knoxville this week? Yep. Okay. Yep. Schedule. I'm telling you, man. These home games. We get the good ones at home.
0: We have to go to... A&M. So we don't have to even go to Missouri at all.
1: Okay, no, I thought we had to. No. Okay. We go to A&M once. We still got to go to Rupp. Yep. And we go to Auburn at the last game of the year. Yeah. But... And Bandy. Those are your remaining... Uh, <clears throat> So Florida at Florida at Vandy,
0: at Kentucky at A and M at Auburn. It's a favorable schedule. Yeah, I'd still like the Alabama to slip up one more time outside of us, but uh, our one's in the books. We kick off hour two of headlines. Let's talk sports on Fan Run Radio.